Welcome to 10 Minute Money. I am John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, real estate investments. Right. I think it's an important topic. Yeah, I do too. I think it's a lot of people may be invested in real estate, but not know how it works. So we're going to yeah. try to pull back the curtain today and talk about some good investments with real estate and some not so good investments with real estate. Right. Yeah. In our own portfolio, we have a little bit of real estate investments. They are publicly traded REITs in our portfolio and it pays a great dividend and you can get in and out really quickly. Trades, you know, in a millisecond if you want to buy or sell it. Uh, the publicly traded REITs, I think you do have to be careful with. You want to own high quality. You want a decent dividend. Uh, but I think the most important part is the liquidity aspect on REITs. It became a sector probably two years ago right? with the S&P 500. Two or three years ago, I think, it became an official sector. Right. Real Estate Investment Trust. That's what a REIT stands for. And uh, the good ones, like Paul was talking about, there are ones that are you're able to sell, and and it's liquid, so it goes to cash within within a day. Right. Um, we like, uh, yeah, we do like ones that are traded like that. You can find exchange traded fund REITs, which is like a basket of REITs. Uh, publicly traded REITs. Publicly traded yeah. REITs. Um, so, they have yeah. good dividends usually. They have they really good, have dividends. good dividends. Right. So they, they're tied to um, uh, they're tied to uh, real estate that you, you know, like if you're um, maybe in cell phone towers and you you uh, rent uh, space out for right. cell phone towers. You get all the Verizon, AT and T, Sprint. They all rent. Yeah, you can get a towers. you can get a good. Uh, it's a good investment. You can. It's a stable investment. Yeah, I love it. And you can you can get a good dividend off of it for a long time. Yeah, so. you want to do some homework on the ones you buy, but it's so convenient to be able to buy them on the open market. On the flip side, are the non publicly traded REITs. Right. So these are. This is where you have to be careful because. Uh, these are the 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 not so good ones. These are the ones that w- we've seen horror stories in our years doing this. Uh, and I guess I'll give you one story. So I uh, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I worked at the broker dealer, and these were really popular because uh, advisors would get a big commission yeah, selling these. I get that. And they would take 10% of a client's portfolio and put them in a REIT. But this is a non-publicly traded REIT, which yeah. means you and a bunch of other people own um, a piece of property somewhere, but you can't, it's hard to get out of it. You can't, you're in it f- until they liquidate it. Which could be a decade or more. Yeah. You're just stuck in this thing. You can't sell it. You can't turn on your TD Ameritrade or Schwab account and hit sell on, on the non-traded REITs. And, and they and these companies were kind of coming up with their valuations, which um, 
maybe once a year on it and uh and they i think they still do it that way but um well, there's been a lot of scrutiny after 2008, 2009 because a lot of them went bust. So they were typically they would be ten dollars a share, and uh, when they went bust, you you saw them selling for like a dollar a share or two dollars a share. Huge discount. They would they would offer they really big dividends, but the main thing is you're you're kind of stuck in these things. So the advisor would sell it get a big commission and you're stuck in it you can't really sell it so if you're if you're interested in someone is you know trying to get you to buy some uh real estate or a REIT product you have to ask them is it publicly traded or non-publicly traded if it's non-publicly traded you don't want to get into it because you, you'll yeah, be stuck in it i agree you want to understand what what your exit strategy is so if 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 we have a portfolio built and we have a real estate investment trust in the portfolio and something happens, management makes a mistake, they they buy a bad building and they make a bad investment and we read about it, we can get out. We can trade that investment and sell it. In a non-publicly traded REIT, you can't get out if you want to get out. You're stuck in it. So you want to understand what your exit strategy is and what the liquidity rules are of owning that investment because i think a lot of people don't understand that they can be in it for a much longer time yeah a lot of the reits own like really big like skyscrapers you see in big cities or big like real big shiny nice office buildings that they can put on the cover of their brochure and say hey you want to own a piece of this and which which can be a good thing if you time it right, but it can be very risky, and then you can't get out of it. You're you're looking at like a seven year time frame, and anything can happen during that time. And we think you know, coming up, it, a lot of these are going to go belly up because there's going to be a lot of office space. A lot of people are going to be working from home now, and will stay commercial working from home. And commercial real estate will go belly up, and right. a lot of you that may own a piece of these are are going to be stuck holding the bag. Right. So I always talk about diversification and spreading your risk across different asset classes. I like looking at the sectors in the S&P as asset classes, and I tell people, how much is your home worth? And someone will say three hundred, four hundred thousand. I'm like, you already have a real estate investment. Your home is a real estate investment, and that's appreciated great over the years. So don't why you know when people ask me about investing in more real estate, I usually like to point them at other sectors, consumer discretion, technology, healthcare, something else, because they already own so much real estate in their home already. As you're living in it, but it's still in it, probably one most people's largest investment. Yeah, if you're like mega wealthy, then you can maybe look at diversifying and buying actual property somewhere. Sure. You know what I mean? Or even if you're wealthy and you have, you know, you want to invest in property, go ahead. But, yeah, not... It's a lot of work. Yeah, above and beyond. It is a lot of work, yeah. But kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, in 2008 when I worked at the broker-dealer, we had, there was an advisor that worked in our office that was going around putting everybody in REITs, and they were putting... I remember he put um, this retired couple in a REIT their all their savings all their retirement went in a REIT and it was 
So they were supposed to live on that. They were supposed to live on it. And, plus years. Um, yeah, and it went belly up, and their $400,000 turned into, like, $50,000. Oh. And they yeah. were stuck in it. and um, yeah, I don't know how was, guys live with themselves to do that. You know. Yeah, and they couldn't get their money out, and it was just a it was just a big disaster. So yeah, you you never want to put all your eggs in one basket. And I know we always say like if you have a financial advisor, uh, go to brokercheck.com and just check type, it out. Type yeah. their name in there, see if they have if they have any disclosures against them. It'll be in there, and you'll see you could see a lot of red flags in there. Yeah, it's not it's not good sign if there's a lot of red flags. And if, if you have questions, you can always call John or myself, and we'll help walk you through how that broker check works. Yeah, we help a lot of do-it-yourselfers. If you're in, if you're looking, or if you're even looking for advisors, you can uh, we can you know help you um, and, and show you where to go. But uh, we, if you go to our website www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com, we've got a lot of podcasts on there. Other than this one that you're listening to, that if you're if you don't know how something works we try to make it easy for you and we can explain it just look at some of our older podcasts right yeah i think if you look at those older podcasts we're just trying to be honest and open with people how it works we just we want people to be educated so that the 75 people that i've met over the last 10 years that have these non publicly traded reads it doesn't happen to them right. i don't want to see people like that couple they lost three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. That was a retirement nest egg. Right. It's not a good way to manage money. Right. And I I know there's there. How much did that broker make off that deal? Uh. So off of so that's a good question. So it was like four hundred thousand. So he made twenty four thousand off of that commission. One sale. Yeah. So he got twenty four thousand. Yeah. And the client was left with fifty thousand. They lost three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it's not. That's not suitable. It's and not he, right. He was. Yeah. He, yeah. So he, he's not a fiduciary. Obviously, he's not doing what's in the client's best interest in that no. situation. That's where. Yeah. Beware of uh, commissions uh, when when people right. sell things. Yeah. How do they pay someone? Right. Those right. high high commissions. We do not work on commissions, so that's why we chose to go independent. We don't represent a bank, but when, whenever somebody's selling on commissions, they don't have your best interest in mind. I don't care what they say; they're they've got you know it's it's about the commission. Right. You got it. You have to disclose it and understand what you're paying, and you have to understand how do you get out of this investment if it goes south. Right. So if you if you have uh, if you think you may have one of these REITs, we can help you get out of it. Uh, there are ways. It's a lot of paperwork. Sometimes uh, you you can you can get out of them. So um, just like I said, go to our website www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com, and you've got our info on there. Anything else on this one? No, I think you covered a lot, John. Perfect. Well, keep in mind this is for educational purposes only, and we appreciate you listening. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for joining John Dyer and Paul Erickson on this 10-Minute Money Podcast. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients 
better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.